0: I think it's time to come together and be the spark, let's be the spark And build them up from the ground up Don't lose heart and don't lose touch build
1: them up. Hi, and welcome to Build'em Up, where we hear from great people building the health and well-being of rural communities right around Australia. This Build em Up podcast is proudly supported by NBN, I'm Claire from the National Rural Health Alliance, together with Gabrielle, our CEO and passionate rural health advocate.
2: Thanks, Claire. And in episode nine, we're catching up with Richard Fletcher, the founder of SMS for Dads, along with Nathan Johnson, a rural dad from Dubbo in central west New South Wales. So, welcome, Richard and Nathan. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
2: So, Richard, we'll kick off with you. Um, So, going back sort of six plus years ago, did you ever think that communicating by text would actually be the norm and such a perfect way to connect with and support new fathers?
4: Well, we we did have a hope um, because we'd been trying to communicate with email to dads because after 20 years trying to get dads to come to things around the time of the birth, we knew that was pretty frustrating. So, we tried email and that didn't work and then as sort of like a light bulb going on, thought, wait a minute, most of these dads have phones. We could talk to them on their phone, like not ring them up, but text them. So that's when the idea sort of it really was a light bulb moment.
2: Yeah, because I was actually going to say that, like, it's it's um, whether what was that aha moment? So, like, how long did it sort of take you to get to that point when you'd been sort of fiddling around with emails and that sort of thing? Well, what led you to that sort of aha moment? It's and- a bit
4: embarrassing to say it was 20 years um, <laughs> of trying to get dads to come to things and, and you know, it's lovely work working with dads but there's often disappointment where you think, oh, yeah, we'll get 50 or 20 or 100 and then six turn up and you think, oh, well, um, we tried. And so that sort of experience, working with a lot of health services, having the same experiences and childcare centres and schools, all of those services that usually talk to mums, we, we found the same thing happening over and over. And so this was a way not to try and hassle the dads to come to something, but just send them a
1: message. Fantastic. So, Richard, having a child, it can be a fairly daunting prospect for women, but have dads and their feelings and their contributions been sort of understated in the whole parenting equation, would you say? Oh, Definitely.
4: As uh, speaking as a dad myself, um, I think I was definitely understated uh, <laughs> and had to figure everything out from scratch. Um, I think the, this, the, the dads now are real pioneers because their dads didn't have this situation that we're in now, not just COVID, but just the idea like we've run a, a dad's group for, uh, before the birth where dads are coming along and the mums go to the end of the class, we take the dads separately. Well, that wasn't around when they were born. So dads today are figuring things out for themselves. Uh, and the context is that you're supposed to do everything, but there's no guide for how to do it.
1: Fair enough. So SMS for Dads, the campaign, you say it is for all dads, um, but you're now sort of focusing on specifically Indigenous and non-Indigenous fathers in rural and remote areas of Australia. So how's the rural context different and why and how are you trying to engage with those fathers? Well, the context
4: is different. Because the space out there is different, I suppose, the locations are different and the the range of services, as we know, that's a bit of a thing. Um, But because the messages arrive on text, even though reception is is difficult in some areas, uh, you can usually get a text. And so at that level, this this program is ideal, not just for city slickers, but for people wherever they are, right across uh, regional and rural New South Wales or 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 nationally. We've been working in New South Wales the last 12 months, so I tend to uh, think like that. But it is Mm -hmm. national now, thanks to the Department of Health grant. Every place in Australia can get it. And the messages are also just brief prompts. So it's not like you have to log on to something or download an app onto your phone. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. That's the other beauty of it,
1: So that delivery system of a text is a great option then for people who live some distance from primary health services um, to really feel connected and informed then. And you can
4: get it when it suits you. Like it arrives on your phone, you don't have to do anything, it's a brief text. So if you're on the track that you can wait till you're finished and having a break and then look at it, or wait till you get home, then look at it. So the, the text will sit there. And dads say that they they refer to them later. Like one of the dads we talked to recently said when he's really stressed with the baby, um, he puts the baby down, he goes and gets his phone and near the baby and scrolls through the, the messages he's got. And that's a way of him managing, you know, because it's quite frustrating when your baby's crying and you, you can't figure out what to do. So having strategies is a good idea. So that's mm. an example of a dad just using it.
1: Mm.
2: And that option to recall and go over it again and again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Do you agree, Nathan? So you joined up before your son Ezra was born about 15 months ago. So how was your experience with SMS for Dads?
3: Yeah, I found it like really, really good. Um, like Richard was saying, it's very simple, easy. It's not um, a complicated email that you got to go and open 10 different links to get somewhere to be able to find something. Um, they're not big paragraphs that you need to sit there and read for a while as well. They're just short, simple text that... Um, at times reassure you with what you're doing um, and other times give you guidance I suppose if you need the guidance to be able to um, help your baby or help your partner and lots of different things like I found it really really beneficial.
2: Um, We're actually hearing a little bit of um, noise there in the background it sounds like the pitter-patter of tiny feet so um, I understand you actually work in childcare, Nathan so would that alone have prepared you for what was ahead with um, having Ezra?
3: No, I've, I've had lots of people say that to me. I mean, I suppose it gave me a few tips um, to be prepared, but it's I think it's very different when it is your own child. Um, working in the industry for almost 10 years now, I've had a lot of experience working with other people's um, children, but it's different when you go home and take your educator hat off and put your parent cap back on and um, have to deal with the nighttime crying and the wake-ups and the happy changes in the middle of the night and all that kind of thing, so... It gave me a little bit of preparation for what I was expecting, but also... Very real and
1: tactile, isn't
3: it? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Very hands-on. Every, sen-
1: every sensory goes off. And, yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly right, exactly right.
2: <laughs> so, Richard, going back to you for a moment. So as a lecturer and a researcher uh, with University of Newcastle, your knowledge of fatherhood is um, extensive with, you know, that that whole background. So can you share some of those most Interesting sort of anecdotes and findings that resonate with you, such as things like the importance of bonding. There might be other things as well.
4: Well, I think that's a big shift that underpins this whole uh, change to thinking about fathers as an important part of the family, because really we've learnt a lot in the last twenty years. Um, one thing: how how important fathers are in their impact on a baby from day one. So. The old idea was that as long as Dad didn't drink too much and he brought home the money, well, he didn't have to worry, you know, because Mum would do it all. Actually.
1: That still applies, though, doesn't it? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bring the kids up. You can just, you can just uh, go to the footy. Um, well, we don't want to sound like we're we're uh, down on going to the footy, but if you if you want the best for your baby, we now know, then the relationship with the dad is really important. Not just that he's there in the background. You know, it's really direct uh, contact with his baby, and and dads, uh, the evidence says, are just as good as deciphering their baby's cry as the mums. Um, they have less time, less exposure usually, because they go back to work earlier. Um, but they're just as are just as proficient at uh, disentangling their baby's cry about what it means if they get practice. And we also know that there's a lot more to the biology now. Dads, you know, at about twenty weeks uh, of gestation their brain starts to change as well. They're not having the baby. The baby's not growing in them, but they are affected by it. And that's a different picture of fathering, not just the dad sort of arrives somehow after the fact and when the kid's ready to kick a football, then that's when he switches in. Dad's uh, play with babies just from day one affects how that baby develops. And that's something we didn't know before. So that's quite a difference in the way we look at the whole thing. And I think dad's... The positive side about the, if you want to affect your kids positively, well, dads can do that. You know, the way you talk to your baby, the way you interact with them, the way you play with them. Dads are terrific at play, but usually we think of that, you know, rough and tumble play when the child's about three, but really dads can rough and tumble in a sense. Um, because dads have a more, an interactive style that's more surprising for babies and babies like that. Hmm. So that's a big difference in how we see dads
1: now. That's fantastic. So Richard, um, you sort of say that the brilliance of the SMS dads for campaign is its um, simplicity in the concept of it being free and being relevant, um, and in the short and targeted messages that Nathan mentioned. Tell us about the messages about coming from the baby. Is that does that work?
4: Uh, well, yeah. Uh, Nathan might have a comment, but, we, yeah, we found it, the feedback we get is that it works in that the messages come from the baby even before the birth because we're trying to build this connection. I mean, dads are connected to their baby. I mean, they are part of the picture. They're not just bystanders. So we, the messages come from the baby. And some of the ones we really are proud of, I suppose, uh, one of them says to dad, for example, um, uh, in the first year, dad, uh, I'll triple my weight. Don't let this happen to you. <laughs> because dads, dads stop exercising around the birth. You know do they These get right. busy and yeah. they stop playing sport and they stop doing things and and they do put on weight and that's a problem.
3: So that's so you're that being told
1: off, Nathan, by your unborn. How does that yeah. feel?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it's a bit daunting, but fair enough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Awesome, um, and so I guess so Going just going back to the whole concept of the the campaign itself, Richard. Um, I guess what you might not have appreciated in those early years was that the directness of the text messages. With the credible information that you source from credible places and the links, that completely cuts through all that noise and rubbish that you get on the internet and Dr Google and Facebook and social media and that sort of thing. So. That's that's a pretty important distinction, and I guess um, you know competitive advantage for the for the campaign that, and and builds that trust and for for the whole campaign. Is that right?
4: Yeah. Well, we are a university, and so the the messages we have are based on evidence, not just a bright idea mm. um, or how I raise my kids or something like that. But dads tell us all the time that they. Th- they say, "Thank goodness, I don't have to go to Google and get two million websites, and then I have to figure out which one to look at." So we do that, like we sort them, and we only have non-profit websites that we link to. Uh, we short, we make sure that they're actually talking to dads, because a lot of a lot of parenting websites only talk to mums without meaning to. Um, that's just reality. So we make sure they're they're talking to dads, and so that's something we get feedback from uh, all the time. Say, so, "Well, that's great." Uh, send me there.
2: So, um, Nathan, what would you say to other dads out there in rural areas about joining up?
3: Oh, I one hundred percent say give it a go. Um, mm. You know, it's the how easy it is to sign up for it um, is is great, and it's just so beneficial. I suppose, like I've had the the luxury, I suppose you could call it, of working in hockey. so I had a bit of preparation for what to expect. But if you were completely unbeknown to what was going to happen when your child was born, the text messages are very helpful. You can get up to five or six a week, so it's not like you get one one week and then it's three weeks' time. You're getting another one. They are regularly coming in, giving you advice. Um, you know, I couldn't highly recommend And I feel like they could really help um, further rural dads. I mean, I'm from Dubbo, which is rural out the Central West, but we it, Dubbo is getting bigger and bigger, but... For small country towns um, going out further west, I feel like it could be really beneficial because, you know, there is mm-hmm. that sort of stigma, I guess, where the dad's out there. It is kind of still like, oh, you know, it is, um, I've got to go back to work and do all this. I don't have time, but they don't sort of know the impact, I suppose, that they would play on their okay. child's life.
1: And how much, like, does it build your confidence or is it like a bit of a security blanket for yourself knowing that those texts are there and they're going to guide you through this whole, you know, enormous change in your life?
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's you, You're sometimes second-guessing yourself day by day on are you doing the right thing, are you not doing the right thing, and then all of a sudden you get a text message and it might just have the right thing, the right information in there just to touch base, to be like, okay, like, I'm obviously doing that right or that's the right thing to do or it just... Um, checks in to see how you're going mentally and things like that with it all. So, mm. yeah, no, it is, yeah, really good.
1: And it
4: runs and for a period. When, they, when dad's in role, you yeah. do ask them to tell us when the expected date of delivery is, mm. or if it's after the birth, what day was the baby born. And dads forget they tell us that, and we sync the messages to the development of the baby. So yeah. we and know roughly what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, if you tell us the date of the expected of delivery, we'll know pretty well Um when the baby's gonna be crying a lot, uh, when you're gonna be able to when the baby's gonna be able to see very far, things like that. And when we send those messages like that, dads send us back a text saying, You guys are amazing. How did you know my baby would do that? Uh, they forget they told us when the baby was gonna be more. It's so a little bit pay. big
1: brother, isn't it? It's like, how do they know this <laughs> child is crying? <laughs> and so Nathan, what would you say is probably one of the most Amazing things that you can remember or experience from from that connection with the SMS for dads texts in in your whole journey of how it's gone.
3: Um, there's been a few things. Like I suppose when I was talking um, on the phone to somebody about it, like one of the big things I found for me personally, I suppose having been around children a little bit, was the the tips that gave you for your partner um, on how to help your partner through things because. Like I think most dads would agree, like at the start when the baby's born, you kind of feel a bit useless. Like you're there to help, you, you you want to try and do things, but there's just certain things that you can't do, like the mother has to do it, like the feeding, things like that, yeah. and you're yeah. trying to get your head around everything. So there were lots of messages along the way, um, between messages about what your child might be doing, about how you can help your partner, um, you know, making sure you get them drinks of water and things like that. When they're breastfeeding, they need to keep hydrated. Yeah. Just little things and, like, you know, even just down to little things like if you see your partner doing something and you think they're doing a good job, tell them they're doing a good job. Um, I think you can get caught up and you sort of just, you just assume they know, but it's always good to have that, you know, make sure you actually say it to them and it makes a big difference when you actually do communicate it to your partner. I think it makes them feel like they're doing a good job as well.
1: Because they're probably just as freaked out about it all as well. Exactly right, exactly mm. right. Mm. Yeah.
4: And we didn't expect that when we set the project up. Okay. We really didn't expect how much dads talk to their partner about the messages. We started off thinking we're just talking to the dads. But when we asked dads, uh, do you show the messages to anyone? They say, oh, yeah, you know, she looks at them. I tell her about them or we talk about them, starts conversations. So that's, there's that's a lot of that come. that we didn't expect.
2: Mm. Excellent. Um, and Richard, you're um, trying to reach out to rural health professionals as well on health services to look at considering SMS for dads in their whole suite of resources for, um, you know, clients and, and patients. So, um, yes, is tell us a little bit more about that. Well,
4: the way to talk to dads is through the health professionals, we think, because um, they're not going to find it. We don't have money to advertise Uh, on TV uh, to tell dads that it's available. Um, And it is available now, like it's only been since September, that it is available everywhere. So we're relying on, uh, well, blokes like Nathan, who had a go at it to tell other blokes, uh, but also health professionals who are seeing families all day, uh, every day, and they're the ones that are going to be in a position to say either to the dad, if they're talking to him, or to the mum, say, how about you give your partner this brochure? Um, we have got we have got brochures that we can send to people and posters, so we're very happy to send them out to wherever you are and encourage you to offer them to uh, mums or dads that they come in contact with. Dads can enrol any time from 12 weeks gestation now until um, the baby's born, and then after the baby's born, they can enrol up to 44 weeks. Uh, the messages go till the baby's a year old, so you won't get many messages if you enrol late but you can still enrol.
2: That's good. And tell me, Richard, how do you deal with if things don't go um, to plan? Or, you know, like there might be a stillborn baby or um, a baby gets sick soon after birth. Do you have any sort of texts for those circumstances?
4: We have, we have a couple of things. One is that we now have a system where if you tell us the baby's born, because we we're not connected to the hospitals, so we rely on the dads to say, my baby was born today or yesterday or something, um, we know if that baby's early because we can look at the expected date of delivery. And then if the baby's early, uh, we can uh, we can guess if they're very early, like 34 weeks, then they're going to be probably in NICU uh, somewhere. So then we have messages which are built for dads with the Premier baby. So we switch them over into those messages uh, and then back to the ordinary messages once the baby reaches term. Mm -hmm. If there's uh, an adverse event, like a stillbirth, initially we just said to the dad, like the dad would say something, we get a text sometimes saying, baby, died, please stop. And so we'd say, okay, we'll stop. So we didn't want to keep sending the messages in that setting. But now we've teamed up with Red Nose. We're now developing messages for those dads. And we have uh, a website, a SANS website, where dads can go and talk to other dads. So we've been talking to those fathers, which has been quite an education about what it's like even years after a stillbirth, how important that is. Um, so there's now some resources, and part of this project is to develop resources that are going to be more effective in supporting those dads, because that's a big group who never get much um, airtime, because uh, you know partly their job is still probably to look after her, and she's lost uh, a baby and that's an enormous tragedy so there's hardly any space for him to say well I'm also suffering here and that's mm-hmm. important new development that we're working on right now as is the work for the Aboriginal community
1: Fabulous mm. So that's a wonderful evolving campaign to look at all of the aspects of what is an incredible journey for <laughs> for us mere humans. Um, look, thank you both so much for your contributions, your knowledge and experiences uh, and telling us about the SMS for Dads campaign and Nathan. Um, all the best with all those little kiddlywinks out there in Dub Vegas. <laughs> um, it's been fantastic and thank you for um, sharing all of that on Build em Up
0: think it's time to come together and be the spark. Let's be the spark and build them up from the ground up. Don't lose heart and don't lose touch. Build them up to stay in the fight. Gotta keep the hope in the country alive.
1: And thank you for your support in talking up rural health across Australia, and our thanks to NBN, who are lifting digital connectivity and capability across rural, regional, and remote communities. If you like hearing Upbeat, community-driven health stories, get your monthly Buildem Up podcast by heading to ruralhealth.org.au forward slash buildem up.
0: tears from channels in the dust along the lines of the cracks on a face. Still, the magpie sings.